Welcome to Women Entrepreneurs Spotlight podcast series, where we interview women entrepreneurs and share their story of their journey. Why did they choose to become an entrepreneur? What obstacles were there to work through? What kept them from giving up and so much more? I'm Deb Lamata. I'm your host for Women Entrepreneurs Spotlight. We'll talk about what the future looks like for these women and what advice they would give the next woman entrepreneur. So sit back, relax, and enjoy Women Entrepreneurs Spotlight podcast series. Hi, and welcome to Women Entrepreneurs Spotlight. Today, I have with me Catherine Mitchell, Katie, Medical Director at First State Animal Center and SPCA, the Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals and owner of Claws and Paws Pet Sitting. Katie, thank you so much for taking time out of your very busy schedule to talk with me. How are you? Doing good. And thank you for having me. This is a privilege. Oh, you are welcome. You're very welcome. So just a couple of questions I like to ask to get us warmed up. If you could live anywhere in the world, where would it be? I would love to live in the mountains of Tennessee. Wow. Any particular particular reason? I just, I went there for vacation and I absolutely loved it. And I always wanted to live in a cabin. So that's just one of my I don't know, bucket list, maybe. (laughs) That works, absolutely. And what's your favorite app on your phone and why? So this is a funny one. My favorite app is Walmart because because of my busy schedule, I like to use the grocery delivery. (laughs) I like it. So I, I I usually make at least two orders a week, believe it or not, and it's very convenient. Absolutely. Absolutely. Anything that can help in your day to, you know, to in the end to make it a little bit easier for you. My gosh, absolutely. When did you start working <laughs> at uh, FCAC? Um, I've been there for going on two years, July 5th. Did you start as the medical director or where did, where did your journey begin with FSAC? I did start as the medical director. I was hired as uh, Dr. Franchex liaison and medical director. Okay. Oh, nice. And so tell us about F. FSAC and SPAC. So I can give you a little bit of a background. It's been, uh, be, it actually began back in 1953, believe it or not, as the Kent County SPCA. And in 1964, uh, they signed with their first contract with Delaware Game and Fish Commission. Oh, wow. And at that time, the city of Dover donated a property. I don't know if you're familiar um, back on Horse Pond Road. There used to be an SPCA back there. There's now it's it's now Brandywine, but at the time, oh wow, it was first um, not first state. It was Kent County SPCA at that time. Okay, and then since 1967, the SPCA has maintained a full and active board and has continued to grow. In 2013, the Kent County SPCA was officially named first state animal center. Okay, it's actually been located in Camden since July of 2001. Um, we have housing for canines, felines, um, separate isolation and quarantine rooms, a full medical suite and radiology as well, and housing for large farm animals. We have a farm, um, a barn there, so we can take care of horses and pay. we actually have two pigs at this time. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, and we don't have any horses or cows or lions, tigers and bears or anything. But at wow. this point, we do have pigs. And we also just opened a full service vet clinic at the Camden location. And we also have a full service clinic for the SBCA uh, in Harrington as well. And all, a lot of the proceeds go to the shelter for animals. Oh, my goodness. Now, so it's not a mobile clinic. Nope. That's, this is a full service surgery included vet clinic that we do pretty much anything and everything that the animals need. 
Wow. And so does somebody call in to make an appointment or do you have yes. set date? Okay. And do you have set days that you do it each month? So it's four days out of the week. We do Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Tuesday and Thursday are in Harrington. Monday and Wednesday, we have a veterinarian, uh, Dr. Brown's in Harrington, and we have a veterinarian, Dr. Stern, who is there on Monday and Wednesday. Oh my goodness. Well, I didn't realize how much went on FSAC um, because all I think of is when I, when I go by is, you know, cats, dogs, and maybe a few other, other uh, animals that come there. Pretty amazing. We actually have boarding back um, in our bed in the back of our property, uh, boarding and doggy daycare. And we also did just open a thrift store as well. And all the proceeds from the thrift store go to the shelter animals. That is great. I have been in that store and it, it has a little bit of everything. It is well laid out. It's very well organized. It is very well maintained. Your staff there are just, they're always friendly. Ask, you know, they say hello when you walk in, ask if you need any help. Great. Yeah, absolutely. So who came up with that idea? That was our director, John Prana. He's, wow. he's amazing. Thrift store was just like a you know, maybe we should, he had talked about it a little bit and we were, you know, we were like, yeah, that's not a bad idea. That probably would work really well. And then all of a sudden we had a building and <laughs> here's the thrift store. <laughs> yeah. And it is in a great spot over by Walmart in that, and where the Aldi's is, that parking lot is always busy. It's always an overflow. If you go to Walmart, you got to go to the Dollar Tree store and yeah. pick up, you know, your Chinese dinner. And yeah. <laughs> Get your nails done. It's all a one-stop shop. <laughs> That's right. And you can head down to the thrift store. Oh my gosh, that is that yeah. is awesome. So are the donations dropped where? In the back of the store. In the back of the store. Are there set yep. days, times? I know some places only accept them on certain days. I believe that they're taking donations um, at least Monday through Saturday during the hours of open, that, you know, that they're open. Oh, nice. That, oh, that's great. And, and all the proceeds going back to uh, FSAC is awesome. That is so yes. great. Let me ask you this question. How do you balance all that you do, your family life, getting married life, teenage life? <laughs> <laughs> um. So... The biggest thing with that is a support system. I'm very fortunate to have an amazing fiance that helps me in any way that he can. Mm -hmm. And my mom and dad are also right down the road and they help me a lot with my daughter and her busy life with softball and riding horses. So they help me with pick up and drop offs. Um, they're a major, major support system when it comes to like the horse show days. They, mm -hmm. they help trailer the horse for me and, um, I don't, I'm just very blessed to say the least. Uh, I know <laughs> 13, my daughter's 13 is going to kill this mama, but <laughs> my daughter is just like me. And my mom says it's payback. So <laughs> right? that I have to laugh about it, but I love her with my, you know, every ounce of my being. She's my life. So. Oh, that is great. Yeah. 13 can be hard, but you know, being involved with the horses is just a whole nother world. It does. It keeps her busy. It keeps her off the phone. I mean, <laughs> cell phones are the, it's definitely going to be the death of me. Cell phones. I, I try so hard to stay off of mine, but it's, you know, it's inevitable. I'm going to be on my phone with all the businesses that I, that I'm, I partake in. So she sees me on my phone and I try to explain to her it's because of business, but you know how that goes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It, <laughs> that is, that is a hard one these days. When did the love of animals slip into your heart and snag it? Cause you've been involved for a while. Well, I've been an animal lover 
um, and a country girl since I was 10, probably a little bit earlier than that. But I started with 4-H and riding horses and pony camps. And actually, my first job was milking cows at the family farm at the age of 13. Wow. That's pretty much where, I mean, and I've always loved cats and dogs. We've always had cats and dogs. My first cat was named Tom because of Tom and Jerry. (laughs) And he actually followed us home from a family walk. Oh and we, I heard him meowing and he was, um, in the bushes and I said, you know, here, kitty, kitty. And that was it. He <laughs> followed us home and he became our family pet and he was oh, the best cat in the world. So, oh my gosh. Oh, I like that so much. So being the medical director at FSAC, what does that entail for you? As the medical director, I, you know, it's basically what I do is I work up protocols with a veterinarian so that we follow, we have protocols that we have to follow okay. as far as like the medical side to keep the shelter babies healthy and happy. That's my major focus as the medical director is to just make sure that these animals get the proper medical care that they need. And so being the medical director, at what point did you decide to be uh, to start your own business? So I, I had my own business before, way before I became med- the medical director. So okay. I started my business during my time as a full-time vet, full-time vet tech. Okay. Um, I was working long hours and not able to spend a lot of time with my daughter. So I decided to start working full time with my business after she asked me one time at um, bedtime when I was going to be able to start spending more time with her. So that hit me hard. At that time, I said, you know, it's time to really start networking more, going to events. I joined the chamber and really I can only thank the Lord for my success. My name got out there and I was busy enough to have nine employees now and not just employees, amazing employees. They they carry Claws and Paws for me for the most part. So, so Claws and Paws Pet Sitting, you want to tell everybody where you're located or how to get in touch with you? Sure. So we're located basically based out of Dover. I do boarding at my home and that's where most of it all started. Right behind, I live right behind uh, Dover Downs off of Route 9. We do, when we do do the boarding, we do boarding out of our home. So we don't have cages or runs or anything like that. They're I call it our bark and breakfast because that's basically what it is. <laughs> I like that. I like <laughs> they, that. <laughs> they come in and they, you know, it's like they're part of the family. That's just a little bit about the boarding. But if you, you know, to get in contact with us, they can always call my business line, which is 302-632-7366. Okay. Our Facebook is Claws and Paul's Pet Sitting. Right now, our website isn't working uh, he said it's having some kind of, I don't know, there's like a glitch in it. So we're working on that right now. But as far as our email, it's claws and paws services, de.gmail.com. Okay. And can, can they make the appointment right from Facebook or was that something that will be available on the website or do you always make a phone contact first before yes. booking anything? Phone contact is the best way for us. Either call, leave a message. Uh, always, you can always feel free to text message. Uh, my assistant, Julie, handles all of that for me and she will get back to them within that day that they leave a message or a text message. And do you do any pet sitting at your client's home or is it always done at your home or one of your employees? So we do drop in visits. So we do drop in um, at the client's homes. We do boarding, like I said, at our bark and breakfast. I have three, two other employees that do boarding as well as myself. Uh, We do overnight stays in the client's home. I have employees that will stay the night 
at the with the animals and we do daily walks as as well as nail trim. Did you have hurdles that you had to work through when you were first beginning and thinking about starting your business? Well, I always say everyone has growing pains. I definitely did have some of those. With me, it was learning to say no. (laughs) I wanted to be able to be there for everyone at all times. I still struggle with that. But my assistant, as I was speaking of Julie and my employees helped me with that big time now. I still don't say no. (laughs) And it's probably... I, I, I'd like to think that's the reason why I'm so successful because people know that I care. And that is a big thing when you're taking care of somebody's, uh, you know, and they're not just animals, they're, they're family. They're kids, um, they're kids. They're, a lot of the they're time. kids. Absolutely. Yeah. So no, good for you. And good that you have your, your awesome employees to tell you, uh, you need to say no. Julie's <laughs> the main one. She keeps me in check. So <laughs> we, de- we, we definitely need that sometimes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So yes, what, we do. What do you enjoy the most with all the hats you wear? Is there one particular part of either your medical director or pause and claws and paws that you like? I the think most? I say um, it works for both. And that's just being the voice for the animals, whether it's taking care of them and loving them while their family is away on vacation or just keeping our shelter babies happy and healthy. It's so rewarding to have the fur babies happy, you know, when they, when they go home after pet sitting or when, you know, the shelter animals get better after being sick, like with heartworm and then actually getting adopted to their forever family. It's just, it's just so rewarding. I'm yeah. a softie, but <laughs> you and me both. Don't... <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm bad like that also. Don't feel bad. So over to the, uh, FSAC volunteers, if they, somebody wants to get involved and help out, do they make a phone call? Do they go to the website? Yeah, they can just give a call. Um, we have a, a volunteer coordinator. Her name's Ramona. She's wonderful. And if you, if they just call the, um, first aid animal center and speak to the girls or the gentleman up front, they can get them in touch with Ramona. Okay. And do you, uh, does the center have a wish list or items that they need on Amazon? They do. They do have a wish list on Amazon. And usually, generally, what a lot of the time, what they ask for, they'll post it on their Facebook or on, well, we do on our Facebook page, are the, the items that are in need at that time. But we always ask for paper towels and cleaning supplies, sheets and blankets, you know, things like laundry detergent. That's always a necessity. Right. And, you know, bleach and stuff like that. And it only takes, you know, one or two things off that list that will help in the long run or the blankets or do you accept the gently used blankets and towels? Absolutely. And and an hour goes a long way in volunteering once a week. Oh gosh, we love our volunteers. Absolutely. Such a big help. And people, you know, I, I, uh, one of the things I talk about a lot are rescues and it's, it, I always say it's one hour, one item once a week, twice a week, whatever you can possibly squeeze out of your, your schedule. Everybody will appreciate it. That is the truth. Yeah, I agree. Do you just pet sit cats and dogs or have you pet sit for other animals as well? We pet sit pretty much any animal done horses, sheep, chickens, dog, pigs, done a lizard, gecko. So pretty much everything. I, I, I think I'd have to draw the line at spiders though. I'm not yeah. good with spiders. I, I'm with you on that one. I mean, I don't mind spiders, but pet sitting a spider, I think I'd just be nervous. Like it would get I out. I would too. <laughs> you know? I would too. And then if it got out, I would have to just run. I would, I, I don't know what I would do. That's just scary. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my gosh. And people, you know, you have to think about these things. So yeah, you got to draw the yeah. line somewhere. <laughs> yeah. I even like rats. I think rats are awesome. Uh, yeah. They, they're interesting. They are. They're very loving. 
Uh, that's what I've heard. I've heard they're very intelligent, very loving. Yeah. Can, you know, mm-hmm. I have my, my kids are all grown now, but you know, they had the hamsters and gerbils and uh, what have you, but we never had a rat. I don't know. I, I don't know if I would go the rat route, but I've heard that they're make very good pets. <laughs> yep. So was there a lot involved when you were setting up your, your pet sitting service? Do you, is there, uh, you know, goes without saying insurance for everything, but all the, yeah. other, all the other paperwork, uh, a business plan. Uh, I don't know what else would be involved. I, you know, I started my business at a pretty young age, so I didn't have a business plan at the time. I would recommend definitely having one now, if you're an entrepreneur starting a business, I, you know, I had uh, lots of people that, as I said, with my support system that I talked to and and helped along the way. I mean, we had to get licensed and insured. I have an LLC. I also got a hybrid car to help with mileage and gas because a lot of traveling is involved with pet sitting. Oh yeah. And basically uh, that's, I mean, that's all I can say at this point, because um, I did, I was thinking about starting a doggy daycare and before I started with the SPCA and we definitely had a business plan for that. So okay. it's, it's important to have a business plan. The other women that I've spoken with, if they didn't start with a business plan, they, they did start a business plan, like, you know, not too soon after they started, right. they, you know, they all said it's always good for so many different reasons, especially if you're going for a business loan. That's the first thing you want Absolutely. to be working on. <laughs> Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. At this point, it's not necessary because I, I haven't, I will in the future for sure. Um, cause I'm thinking about st- opening a facility on my property possibly. Oh, so a business plan will definitely have to be done at that point if I, if a loan is necessary. So absolutely. I can understand that 100%. Right. Yeah, absolutely. What has been the highlight of starting your own business? I think the highlight is watching my business continue, continue to grow and be successful after all these years. I love helping the community with their pet sitting needs and medical needs. So it's, it's just, I think that's probably the biggest highlight really, because, you know, I started from the bottom and I did it all on my own, <laughs> which is absolutely, which is amazing. Absolutely. You know, I, I, I have, I've mentioned my support system many times and I've had lots of help, but as far as running the business until recently with my assistant and my employees, you know, it was, it was built from the ground up. And you were working this business through COVID, correct? I, I started the vaccine clinic with Dr. Franchek during COVID. My business, I, I, it was, it was working. I was doing really good with it. And then COVID hit. And if you think about it, their pet sitting basically is not needed when people aren't traveling or working or needing their dogs walked and everybody was working from home. So I was like, what in the world am I going to do to keep the food on my daughter's table? Right. And um, I went and talked to Dr. Franchek and she said, well, we've been talking about doing this mobile vaccine clinic. Why don't we just get it up and running? And and sure enough, that's what we did. And that's what kept the food on my daughter's table because we were so busy during COVID. We were out in the height of COVID, vaccinating animals, keeping animals, you know, up to date with their vaccines, especially rabies. And we, we were helping the elderly because obviously they couldn't get out. We were helping people with multiple pets that couldn't get appointments. It, it was it was very another very rewarding situation that we were, you know, able to help the community, but also help keep food on my daughter's table. (laughs) That's right. No, it kept you going. And yes, it did. It it really did. I had done an interview with um, the owner of Westside Restaurant Medulla in Milford, 
And mm-hmm. one of the things that she had said during COVID, when if you know, when the first everything shut down, and she said that what really, like you just said, what helped her get through COVID was to help herself and not wait for somebody else to, you know, come rescue her when she had to shut Absolutely. That, right. And when she had to shut that front door, she started making pancakes for everybody. And it, and it exactly. was right. So for you to then turn around and say, okay, what can I do? I need to yep. do something to keep yourself going. So kudos to you. Well, as an entrepreneur, you know, I, I think everybody can attest to the fact that you have, you have to have that mentality of, what do I start now? What do I do now? Where can I go from here? You know, you just have to keep that positive attitude. And I'm very blessed to have Dr. Franchek in my life. And she, you know, she said, absolutely. She, she's retired, you know, she's a retired large animal vet. She didn't have to do that, but she wanted to help the community with me and help me as well. And it was just still to this day doing the mobile vaccine clinics. (laughs) It's it's awesome. That is just great. Did did you, did you have a mentor in the beginning with, with everything? Do you still have a mentor? Dr. Franchek. I have to meet her. Yes, you do. <laughs> She's amazing. She, it's her name's Ruthie and um, she's always been there for me. I started working with her two years before I graduated from college. Um, I graduated from college in 2003 and I was her large animal vet tech for probably close to 10 years. Wow. And then I hurt my back. I had to stop, you know, wrestling cows <laughs> and rolling cows for abdominal surgeries and wrestling fractious horses. So then that's when I got in the small animal. And again, it's just, it, it evolves. Every time you've turned around and something's tried to keep you down, you've turned it around and you've evolved it into something else. Absolutely. I've been blessed for sure. And, that, and that's part of the entrepreneurship. That is that mentality. It's like, what's next? What can I, you know, turn around and do something with, you know, s- something that's tried to keep me down? What has been one of the most valuable lessons you have learned from running your own business? That family time is very important. You always have to remember to make time for your family. And what advice would you give to another woman entrepreneur just starting their own business? Never to look back, keep reaching for the stars. Um, there are, I mean, there's always lots of bumps in the road, but stay humble and hustle hard. And I like to live by the quote, live like most people won't so that you can spend the rest of your life like most people can't. I like that one. I don't think I've heard that one before. I really, really like that. And one of my my goals of doing the Women Entrepreneurs podcast is to put together a network of all the women that I have spoken with and done interviews with. And I would love to add your name to that list. Oh, I would appreciate that. Thank you. Absolutely. All right. So one more time, let everybody know where and how they can reach you and find you. Uh, You can reach me at 302-632-7366. That's our Claws and Paws Pet Sitting line and or Facebook. Our Facebook is Claws and Paws Pet Sitting. You can always send messages there. And our email is Claws and Paws Services de.gmail.com. Thank you so much. I also want to thank Elaine for, for reaching out to me. I had uh, done it, did an interview with Elaine and Donna with Mavis, the FIP yes. warrior. 
Oh, yes. I, I've heard many stories about the amazing Mavis. Oh, my gosh. I enjoyed that so much. And she had given me your name, and I'm so glad that she did. Is there anything else that I didn't touch on that you'd like to uh, let everybody know? Is there anything special coming up? Um, Yeah, actually, we have a low-cost vaccine clinic night at our Harrington location for the um, First State Animal Center. It's this Thursday night from 4 to 7. That is the, that's the most recent event that's coming up. And again, so they can find when the uh, clinics are going to be on Facebook? On Facebook, on our, yep, our Facebook page. Okay, great. All right. Well, Katie, thank you so much. I appreciate you uh, spending the time this evening and getting to know you and Claws and Paws and First State Animal uh, Center. Thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Have a great night. You also. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Women Entrepreneur Spotlight podcast series. You can listen to the podcast on www.womanentrepreneurspotlight.buzzsprout.com or wherever you listen to your podcast. You can find us on Facebook at Women Entrepreneur Spotlight and you can email us at womanentrepreneurspotlight at gmail.com. Until next time, keep being awesome.